Hello there. Welcome to the Kirkmanahan Wrap-Up Show for February 17th, 2021. Today's show was Capitulating Clancy. Uh, uh, Clancy, yeah. Clancy. So uh, I'm not even sure what that word means. Uh, probably should have looked it up. But, to give uh, in. I, yeah, I, I thought it meant to kind of like give in, to give up, to back down, just kinda to go back it, on your you word. Know, just to take it. So yeah. uh, I am joined today, as always, on Wednesdays by the one, the only, Timmy Cannon, who got a shout out on today's show. Yeah, buddy. I was, so, uh, I was happy to hear stuff like that. Very, very exciting. S- scary so, what it's relegated to. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know why? Because I was I was psyched when Kirk, the information that he mentioned, oh, this is going to be good for the trivia, but he didn't share it. He yeah. said this would be one, but he, he I love that he was saying that it, it disturbs him to the point where he can't even say it. But for those that are participating in the KMS trivia, mm-hmm. make sure you pay attention to the number of times that he has to touch the doorknob. That yes. might be in one of the um, uh, tougher questions on the show. They kind of hinted at him not liking the word moist, but I feel like a lot mm. of people don't like the word moist. But I'm kind of glad he didn't come out and just say these are the words because then you know the assholes would just be tweeting him at it all day and just you know trying <laughs> to get him to say it and, and all this be other trolling. Shit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So before we get started, I kind of pointed out today about how uh, you can enter a chance to win some Jared Carabas, Allen and Ginter tops baseball cards. So what I what I am doing is I have. 10 Jared Carabas baseball cards right here. As you can see, if you're yeah. watching it on the YouTube, they're in pristine in condition. sheets, too. Yes, Very nice. In, in pristine condition. So uh, I will be giving 10 of them away by the end. Uh, let's say by March 10th is the last. So all you need to do in order to, to be entered, it's going to be uh, a raffle with 10 winners. All you have to do is take a screenshot of yourself subscribed wherever wherever you listen to podcasts to to this Kirk Minahan wrap-up show, send it to me either through a DM or a uh, email at Trudell, T-R-U-D-E-L-L, at barstoolsports.com, and you will be entered. And let's say, yeah, March 10th, I'll, I'll pick the winner. So all you have to do is subscribe and just, you know, leave a five-star review. Uh, help me out. I'm trying to get advertisers for the show now to, you know, kind of throw some extra income the show's way. Maybe, uh, you know, support Matawaska or something or, you know, do something. So yeah, these pristine Jared Carabas. Look at that. Tim, don't these look incredible? I, I only wish I could enter. Yes. You you can enter. I you can. can enter. All Fantastic. you have to do. Fantastic. All you have to do is subscribe, take a screenshot, uh five star review screenshot, and then just send it to me in a DM or oh, email it to me. Awesome. I, so, I love then, a uh carabas card. So what uh will will you get Jared to actually sign them? I know they're already stamped with the signature. Oh, no, these ones don't have the signature on them. Oh, they don't? don't. Okay. No, no. Uh, oh, so maybe a lucky fan could get them signed by Jared at the next live. Yeah, at, at, a, live, at a live show or something. That could be, because I don't want to ask him, because I know mm. like he signed a certain amount, so I don't want to like, you know, kind of overflow the market with Jared Carabas autographs on <laughs> eBay all of a sudden. But uh, but yeah. What are you gonna so, do? What are you gonna do with the uh the money uh towards the show? Oh, it would go a hundred percent towards. I'd give it to. No, Steve. I'm just curious. What are your ideas that you're gonna put the money into? Uh, I I feel like it would just go towards like Matawaska events, and, and, you know, future live events. I'm not entirely sure. I'd just give it over to Steve, and he could do whatever he wanted with it. Uh, I personally think a great thing to do would be to get a third camera in the studio, so there could be one on Kirk, one on Mike, and then one on Steve. Um. 
You know I how feel much like Mark loves cameras in his face, right? Yes, yes, yes. So uh, I feel like that would be great. Uh, but anyway, let's get into uh, into today, today's show. show. So today was a streamyard show. Uh, no one was made aware that Kirk was going to South Carolina. It was very- no, he he did say he was going to be potentially out of town one day this week. He did yes. drop that. It was like a, just a brief little note. Yes. So he kind of covertly kind of went down to South Carolina, and they filmed the show. The same way I'm filming it now on StreamYard. And the same way? Yes, the exact same way. Oh, it sounds because different. it does, and that is not Steve's fault. That would be hotel Wi-Fi is absolutely terrible. They give you doesn't matter. Shittiest... Steve's gonna take Steve's gonna I, eat I, that one. I know he's gonna open up and swallow whole on that one. If I had you know that Grace Curly call I made was awful. Today's uh audio was fucking awful. It was, um, it was, it was, it was regardless of whose fault it was. That was, that was, that was, uh, you know, it was everybody. I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't know. I thought at one point when Kirk was speaking, you know, when people imitate a bad connection and they'll, dip, yep. uh, it was like, I thought Kirk was actually doing that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, technology is a fickle bitch. It was, it really was. And people don't understand that. I know you and me live in the Northeast and that places down South don't exactly have the same infrastructure when it comes to uh, internet as we do up here. So, it, so it's, so it's tough to get, you know, those high upload speeds that you need. Oh, so I was being a good, good company, man. It sucked. Well, the quality. Yeah, it, sucked. No, it, it, it did suck. I mean, I, yeah. it, it did suck. I mean, big cat would always say, you know, what's the best sounding show in the entirety of Barstool is Kirk Manahan show. So when yeah. we get it's that, hard. Local- it's, it's hard. You get someone on the road, you're using a, a third party app. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what they call over the top. So it's dependent on how good your internet connection is and everybody's on at the same time. And yeah, it's, uh, it's challenging, but it yes. did, you know, the thing that, um, that I got from that is, you know, normally Kirk would have probably said, forget it. We're not doing this, you know, cause mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, um, you know, so invested in the show. Um, it sounds like he was doing something really, really interesting today while he was down there. And that so interesting that, um, he was willing to live with the quality of the audio. Mm. Um, so that tells me there's something really, really good cooking. I, it was, a. Uh, he, I, I think, did they say it might wrap something up today or did they said closure on something? They said there was four options. It will either yeah. wrap it up, open up the entirely new story. Uh, it does absolutely nothing or Kirk yeah. gets murdered. Oh, so that's right. Of, Kirk gets killed. <laughs> one of those, one of those four things is bound to happen. Uh, so I think his mind might've been a little bit elsewhere, rightly so. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. So, I mean, the quality sucked. I, I still thought it was, I love having Kevin Clancy on. We'll get to that in a second. I thought, I thought he sounded fine. Oh, you you're down on you're down oh, on I KFC. can't fucking stand Kevin Francis Clance. Oh, oh. Well, let's jump right into I'm it. I'm glad he does come on because he drives me nuts. It feels like he hasn't come on in a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's been forever. It it I really I can't even remember the last time he he legitimately came on for more than you know 10 seconds to 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 yeah. say something. So, well, so he, he's he's doing a million podcasts, what Jared had said, right? He said he's yes. on a million different podcasts. Yes. So he joins the show today, and it's incredible to think that this entire week has been enshrouded by The Bachelor <laughs> of all the shows at Barstool <laughs> who, con- who consistently talk about The Bachelor. I think this, the Kirk Minahan show has probably talked about The Bachelor more than any other podcast at Barstool this week. <laughs> so, But so, not because of the yes, show. But, right? but it has nothing to do with the show. Like the actual day, a week-to-week yes. show. Yeah. 
Yes, you can. I, I think there's that actual bachelor like wrap up show Barstool does. Um, <laughs> and and, uh, and here we are getting more into it. So the so KFC kind of had the opposite position as Kirk as to, you know, this guy kind of got what he deserves. Why would you be so stupid to speak your mind? Uh, we should just live in this world of cancel culture. It's going to happen to everyone. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you. And when our time comes, we should just take it, which is a very, very, you know, Orwellian. Orwellian no, it's kinda, stupid. It's stupid, yes, Justin. It's, 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 you said it's, it's, it's an opposite take of Kirk. It's opposite because Kirk is brilliant and KFC is adult. He's an idiot. Somewhere there's a village looking for their idiot right now, asking when he's coming back. And they probably don't even want him. Remember when Kirk... Uh, Call, he had a whole show and it was called Simple Keith. And he went mm -hmm. through the different characters in The Godfather and Keith would be Fredo. No, nah, it's Kevin. He is the dumbest nitwit I have heard in a long time. What a complete shithead he is. He he is so stupid. It is beyond me. He so his his whole theory, and he can, you know, he can get on his podcast and he can talk about his whole theory because he has mm -hmm. all the time to. So what I got from it was if you disagree or you think something is wrong, you shouldn't say anything because you're going to get canceled, which he doesn't believe in. So why not just keep your mouth shut? Even though he knows the only reason he's able to say that is because of the First Amendment. Guess what, stupid? The First Amendment allows you to stay say stupid things, and it's the whole reason that stupid fuckhead is able to get on the air. I can't stand listening to that shithead. And his tweets this week were so edgy. You know, he's Mr. I don't get involved in politics. Why would any? Now we know why he doesn't. Why would you? You're going to get canceled. So God forbid you speak your mind. This is America last time I checked. And the first thing he tweets about politics is how Joe Joe Biden played uh, Mario Gokart with his granddaughter and picked Luigi. And his comment was so political, he said, nobody picks Luigi. I mean, the guy is a complete dolt. I don't know how he actually drives to work. I don't know how he, I know his car has run out of gas before on the way to work. Um, I, I'll give him, I'll give him this much. He's functioning, but beyond that, I don't know how he gets to his day. Yeah. So I, I kind of look at it as a, a different take than you have. Uh, I kind of see Kirk and Kevin as kind of two different sides on the same coin here. Uh, cause, cause you know, Kevin, Kevin is, has been a member of Barstool. He's one of the quote unquote Milton guys, founding members. He's been around, uh, as long as people like Big Cat has, uh, even before that. And he, he, you know, the cancel mob has come after him, and I think he took a different approach to it. Either you can go Kirk's way of saying, no, fuck you, I'm not going to give in. I'm, not, I'm going to put now into 200% more effort into saying what I want to say, into making sure I get my point out because you're not going to silence me. And then Kevin said he's dealt with this in the past, and he just says, okay, well, it's not worth the effort. Uh, it's not worth but no, no, that's not no, that's not what he says. The, what that idiot said at I believe the 34 minute mark today was in talking about Dave. He didn't support Dave and Dave's view, viewpoints of last summer, the stuff that had happened with Dave. And Dave basically said, Fuck off, we're going to continue to operate. I'm going to continue to say what I say, and that's all there is to it. All right, so Kevin doesn't agree with him. I got no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But what Kevin, the comment Kevin made, and this is what really set me off, is he said. Something to the effect, and I believe, again, it's at the 34-minute mark, mm -hmm. that people need if, – if someone's putting food on your table and paying you, they're allowed to essentially get away with certain things. Yes, I'm paraphrasing. So then that makes what Harvey Weinstein did okay. That makes what Jeffrey Epstein did okay. And, yes, they are the same thing. So 
either he feels the same way about Dave or he feels that it's okay for people in power to abuse people, but because they pay their salary and put food on their table, it's okay. That is an idiot. And that is a guy who has every right to speak his point, and I'm glad he does so people can realize what a fucking knucklehead he is. But would you say that uh, that Dave has abused people uh, no. under his position, like uh, but like but Harvey Justin, Weinstein? That's and- different. No, he hasn't. But in Kevin's mind, if you don't agree with Dave, then what Dave is doing is abusing people. Just this is the world we live in now. If you disagree with somebody, then you're bullying them. You're being harassed by them. It's just a difference of opinion. So in Kevin's mind, then he falls into the same category. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, I think I was actually listening to the Dave Portnoy show. I, I know you don't, don't listen, but he actually kind of got into it a little bit this week where he said, Oh, did he? Yeah. Where he talked about what happened over the summer and he, cause, yeah. uh, Eddie asked him, he said, he said, so why have you been like spending so much time in, you know, uh, in Miami and, and all around the country and get, you haven't been in the office much. And he goes, you know, a lot of it just comes down to like, I couldn't stand seeing the pe- these people's faces who didn't have my back in July <laughs> yeah, and June. Yeah, that's right. And so he's like, fuck it. Yeah. I just, I, I can do all my content uh, from a different, from anywhere I want. I kind of have like the world at my fingertips. And uh, he didn't want to see the same people uh, that refused to have his back during that whole Ja Rule controversy and people speaking out, quitting and all that yeah. other stuff. And, and to, the, to the point where they were maligning him as well. Yes. Which is different. You know, silence is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maligning him is another. And uh, hey, he's he's your boss. And I, I, I'm with you. If you don't agree with him, quit. You know, if yeah. you think it's that bad, either one, try to affect change or two, quit. Uh, what's and, his face is hiring? John Stewart's hiring, I heard. Yeah, apparently about he's a thousand fucking employees. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For a podcast, right? Although Steve said there was a little video content. Even if there's a full-on fucking TV show. That's How much can it be? People. I mean, the guy, <laughs> Kirk goes, Kirk goes, it's me, you, and fucking Justin. Yeah. <laughs> that's, who, yeah. that's, that's who That's who runs the Kirk Minahan show. Meanwhile, John Stewart has 55 different people for every little thing. And they're probably all going to make like a decent amount of money knowing that Apple's paying for this all. So I think, who knows? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you'd be surprised at big companies, big name companies, they pay shit. Like, you know, like sports franchises, unless you're higher up, you're not making a lot of money. Yeah, it's all uh, that it's, name recognition. So who knows? But that is a lot. And by the way, the irony of ironies, almost a year to the day on the uh, show in 2020, there was a lot of discussion about Jon Stewart um, and him being on Twitter. And um, so the 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 show talked about it almost exactly a year ago today. John Stewart at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. What do you what is the how many people did he say upwards of how many? 30? 30? Yeah, it was, I don't know, just, that's a lot of people for. Hey, great. I mean, great. It's giving people job, I, jobs. I think that's fantastic. And I, and I, I'm with that. I'm glad that they mentioned this twice now. They did last year and they did again. John Stewart's been a very strong advocate for 9-11 victims. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you call them right. So just being a good advocate for them and, and he's done a really good job. Yeah, he has, but, uh, but he, he he's, I see his comedy has just gone off a cliff too, as well. It's all anti-Trump, anti-blah blah blah. Can we go back to Clancy for a second? No, let's go back to Clancy for a I, second. The last thing on this. The other thing was, did you see the tweet from um, uh, Adam Sandler? He, uh, he, he hit the golf ball like Happy, happy. Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ran up and hit, which was pretty impressive, by the way. Yeah, he called out uh, the villain in that movie. Yeah, shoot him, shoot him again. Yes. 
right? And then Shooter ended up doing a tweet too. It was pretty cool. Yes. Uh, Kevin tweeted out that Adam Sandler was the best person on earth. Okay. Well, the best person in the world. Yes, well, it was a little satire, but if we're going to take it at its face value, I'm going to debate that Adam Sandler playing Happy Gilmore is not the best person ever in the world. But then again, I'm talking to the guy who thought Kobe was the best dad ever. Exactly. You exactly. still stand by that, right? Uh, of course. Of course I stand by like that. Like a man who sticks to its convictions. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, done uh, with Clancy. All done. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Clancy. I'd like to see him come on. I think he's a very... <laughs> he's a very divided figure in the Kirkman hand world. Either you love him or you hate him. I personally love him. Uh, I think he is wildly entertaining. I listen to his show every now and then. Um, and it kind of, kind of, Hey, I said it before. I I'm glad Kirk has him on. It, it gets, you know, gets me going, but I, yeah. I love that. I think it's great. Uh, the, the, you know, the next point I wanted to get to, you know, has to do with Kevin Clancy and, he was the host of Surviving Barstool. And yeah. I don't know if it was confirmed this episode, but it was very, they kind of pushed it a little bit when they said, hey, you know, can Steve Robinson be a part of season two? And at first, you know, Kevin asks, right. like, are you a Barstool guy? And I know, are you a Barstool guy? Are you a Survivor guy? And Steve goes, ah, no, not really. You know, I <laughs> yeah, missed, missed the vote on that one. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, also you got to look at it. And I've seen, I know you didn't watch the first season of Surviving Barstool. I did. There was one Survivor guy on there, Tommy Smokes. Everyone else was like, yeah, I mean, I've seen Oh, like really? Oh, I didn't know that. Nobody knew yes. the show? Oh. Pretty much the way Tommy won was he kept telling people, the way I'm playing is the way You're a playing. winner is supposed to play. That's why you need to vote <laughs> nobody me the winner. <laughs> yes. And people were like, oh, fuck. I mean, he's the expert on this. Right, good so for him. I, I would love to see Steve Robinson Same. in in a surviving barstool element just to just to see him interact with like other people because the whole thing is you have to stay inside the office mm-hmm. and we'll get to we'll get to HQ one still being yeah, rented out by barstool, no. which is a completely other fucking. Well, actually, I'm not management. surprised by that. They're probably locked into a lease. Yeah, they probably have but, a long term uh, lease. Again, does Kevin not realize that? That's the way the world works. You have a commitment. You got to pay for that. Even if you companies do it all the time, they they move they move locations. And if it's not with the, you know, the same property owner or the same realtor, they're probably still paying for it. Unfortunately, and you sublet it or whatever. So that's not a big surprise. Yeah. So I I'd like to see because if you watch Surviving Barstool, you kind of see people not go a little stark raised, but just kind of be like exhausted. You know, kind of mm-hmm. be like oh. I, I, even though they're staying in an office with water, food, and, and everything like that, they're just like, well, I just want to go home and take a shower. <laughs> how do you think – how would Steve fit in? Would he stand out like a sore thumb? Not just because uh, he's not in New York, but just being Steve among stoolies, yes, basically. I, I think if, if Steve was just a normal bar barstool employee mm-hmm. who had no attachment to Kirk, he would still be kind of like on the outside looking in in that competition. because A little bit of a there. Frank the Tank? Yes, yes, a little bit uh, of, of, of that. And and he, he would be kind of the guy where no one would suspect. So you kind of bring mm. him to your side. But meanwhile, he, in his mind, he's, you know, taking advantage <laughs> of everyone doing these all different things. Looking for that knife up in the tree, up but in the I office. As soon as people hear, oh, you're Kirk Minahan's producer, there's going to be a target on his back right away, which I think Steve would thrive with the target on his back. <laughs> he does the best work, you know, is 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 when, uh, when people think, when he thinks people are out, out against him. He's always said, yeah. you know, he's been, he's always looking for a reason to shoot someone who walks in the studio. Yeah, shoot, stab, uh, so, hit with a car, choke, choke out. So, so it would be at HQ1? I, I'm not entirely sure. That's, that's what, Kevin, what Kevin said. said? It, would, yeah. it would be uh, at HQ1. That would so, kill Steve having to be in New York, which he hates. 
Oh yeah, he, he would and go. Kirk both hate going down there. So uh, but I think would I think hate Kirk, being there. I think Kirk would kind of like the fact that Steve would hate it because uh, because <laughs> the thing is is all those employees still did their normal job during the week. So Steve uh, would still be doing the pod with he'd still with be Kirk. doing the podcast. It would yeah. probably be remote. It would probably. It wouldn't be like this remote. It would probably be like a bar stool type of remote where it would. That'd sound. be interesting. I'd definitely watch. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's a, a huge, huge untapped market, and I, I think I think it would be a mistake to not have Steve uh, jump on it. I know yeah, you get a bunch of minute fans like me that don't watch that show would hop on. You know, you're talking yeah. thousands of fans. And uh, oh, I, I think it would just be, and also I think. You know, like when Steve, okay. that, yeah, fine. <clears throat> when Steve had that watch along with uh, Barstool Eddie, and Barstool Eddie was like, mm-hmm. "I need to do a uh, dog walk with you." I think that would kind of open up more people of Barstool about Kirk and about Steve, and they would about pay the more attention to the show, and the show would get more more involved in Barstool things. I know you might not be the biggest fan of that, but I would love to see to see these things. Uh, just, yeah, just, crossovers. I think it's yes. great. I think it's yes. a great idea. Uh, it's interesting. That's for damn sure. Yeah, and it's and it's more content. Frankly, we all know it'd be great content for KMS. We know yes. that. Yes, you, I, you know Kirk. Kirk would do something to exacerbate maybe a situation or an incident. Maybe not directly, but maybe I don't know. Feed somebody a little bit of info. Maybe a little something, a pet peeve of Steve that gets brought up while they're there. Who knows? I uh, just have a feeling that would be very interesting. Yeah, that it wouldn't be just Steve playing. Yeah, so so I think that would be very very interesting. Real quick, I want to bring up. Uh, I'm actually about to send some audio to Steve for Friday's show, but I was listening to uh, the Yak uh, Friday's the Yak. Um, it's the old Barstool radio show with uh, they had they, anyway. They had Frank the Tank on, and I think Frank the Tank and Kirk, the closest person, the the person closest to Kirk's political ideology at Barstool is Frank the Tank. Is Frank? If you listen to what he said, he, he goes on this rant for like 10 minutes where he's just talking about, I think everyone should just be able to do what they want and, and get the government out of it. And they're all a bunch of assholes. And I was very libertarian. I, okay. I thought it was, he literally said, yeah, he wants to be a libertarian president. So I'll vote for Frank the tank. But um, the, the, the last point I wanted to get to isn't, wasn't necessarily from today's show, but it was from Monday's show where, when Kirk says, he believes the prank calls might be coming back. The 50 yeah. state prank call challenge might be coming back. For those who, of you who don't know, in October of 2019, which Jesus Christ, that's just that feels like it was 10 years ago now. Uh, there was a 50 state prank call challenge. Uh, the Minifans had to uh, provide a prank call to a radio station uh, in all 50 states. Some were a lot easier than others. It was a whole bunch of fun. Uh, and, and that might be coming back soon. So I wanted to bring that up to you, Tim, as you are the number one prank caller in the Kirkmanhan universe. Can just a uh, consistent one. There's some way better calls. Way, way, way better calls. Did that kind of tickle your fancy when you heard that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? More than anything, yes, absolutely. Because I'm already thinking of who I'm calling. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to hearing there were some freaking hilarious calls that were done in that challenge, which I think was finished either on it was on his the birthday. last day, it was on his birthday, the thirty first. Yes. Yeah, so there was one. I remember being on a on a thread and trying to figure out how we get this one state because it was a state that it was either North or South Dakota, I think. Yeah, that really didn't have a lot of um, 
shows you could call in. They're so they're so uh, what do you call it? They're all simulcast. Yeah. Um. So they just you know playing a broadcast. But um. Yeah. I I I love it, and I am curious to see what if if Kirk calls that out, what the challenge would be related to. Like last time, they were looking for a lot of shit, you know, to see how many show references you can get. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what it'll be this time. And in uh, this time of year, last year was the. Do you remember the forty-six state challenge? And what that was? Oh yes, was that a. Uh... Yeah. All 46 states to receive some Smith's country cheese? Uh, no, no, that was uh, more recent. So the 46 state challenge was Kirk was oh, soliciting the videos. Yes, very good. Yeah. Very good, Justin. Uh, yes. Kirk was, I uh, almost ruined my whole setup here. Kirk was asking for people to submit their suggestions for a, uh, a remote show. And he knocked four states off immediately Mass, Maine, I forget mm -hmm. the other two. Um, and so he had been looking for people to submit their suggestions. Nothing really came out of that except for Coronado. Mm -hmm. And they call out to Will Rod, and Rod LK, you know, kind shot. of took their, yep, yep. Took their little, they, uh, they, they, uh, they precipitated a lot of that by going out to Panora, Iowa. Yes. And that, and yes. that drummed up a lot of discussion about maybe we should go there from a show standpoint, not we, them. Maybe they should go there. Maybe they mm -hmm. should uh, look at somewhere else. And so Kirk was looking for a challenge. Yes. So uh, there were there were a couple of other things from today's show that they talked about. You know, I, I don't know about you. I'm kind of in the Kirk category here when Steve starts talking and Mike starts talking about Bitcoin and all these things. It's just I, I have no interest in it. I used to be really into cryptocurrency, but it's just now no, I'm no longer. And when you're not interested, it's just you don't want to hear it. It's just it feels like you're being sold like a pyramid scheme. Like, oh, if you invest this here, <laughs> it's guaranteed to hit this by this. I've been I've been hearing Bitcoin will reach a million dollars by 2017, by 2018. Now it's by 2022. It will hit a million dollars. I understand. I, I get it. It's a it's a big thing to some people, but but I I just I have no interest in it. I don't know about you if you're a Bitcoin nah. guy or nah. cryptocurrency. Next to zero interest. Um, hey, good for the people who are. It's, mm -hmm. It sounds interesting, but yeah, I mean, um, the two things I got from it, and and there's a fill-in producer who would kill me for this, but the only two things I take away from Bitcoin is the theory, uh, the um, conspiracy theory, is it was started by the guy who created Mario Brothers, maybe or something like that, Super Nintendo. I don't know. It's something to do with with um, with the game, and that's how it began. And also, um, I just. Well, I know the actual origins of it was it was used to like buy child porn and uh, and really? drugs on the dark web. Yeah, that's oh, what geez. it was. It was it was an untraceable currency that uh, people would use to buy child porn and uh, and drugs off the dark web. So, well, the the aspect I did like about them talking about it was Kirk getting from Steve that his in laws yes uh, that that's what they discussed. So, can you imagine what those discussions are like? Because, uh. While it's not political, people get very passionate one mm -hmm. way or the other about Bitcoin. Like you and I, not passionate at all. Don't even want to hear about it. But then other people, I have relatives, that's all they can talk about. And they, yep. they argue it. I don't understand what the arguments are. But uh, <laughs> Steve and his father-in-law are also, well, they used to be diametrically opposed politically. Steve is definitely moving uh, in one direction Ooh. as far as his politics are concerned. All you have so. to do is continue to listen to his comments and every opportunity he takes to slam a conservative, he will. 
He's always saying, yeah, and the right does that too. Yeah, you know, it's stuff he would never say before Ooh. that Kirk would have to shut him up on. Now Kirk acquiesces, and I would even venture to say capitulate. Uh, Steve Ooh. capitulates a little bit and just says, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the right's doing that too. Yeah, the right has this, that, or the other. Not like he's not the old Steve. Definitely not. I don't know if it's uh, the in laws, if it's um, he's just evolving or whatever it might be, but he's changed. Oh, turning into liberal Steve. You think like by the end of 2022, per se, he'll be out there, you know, burning down police stations with Gina and, you know. I think Steve. <laughs> No, the thing that would uh, shock me about Steve and know that he's gone, uh, he's left left his uh, current view is uh, when he supports teachers and teachers unions. Then, then you know, Steve has completely oh. changed. But uh, that, I don't, that I don't is, see that. I, don't see I know. That <laughs> That's all. You, you know, if you want to kind of wake him up out of a stupor, you just mentioned teachers and teachers unions, and he can't help himself. Yeah. So I don't know if there was anything else from today's show that uh, kind of piqued your interest or you would like to bring up before we get to this week in Kirk Minahan show history? Uh, no, I just didn't didn't know if anybody had done a wellness check on Kirk, make sure that he's still alive. I hope that he is. And if not. I yeah, he just called me. We just had like a two hour conversation. Yeah. It was, and he it told was you, awesome. yeah, Justin, definitely, definitely drum up some money to buy a third camera. Yeah. yeah. You see, he, he called me. He tells me <laughs> that, uh, that he's proud of me and he loves me. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> to me. So. So, so, so this week in, uh, Cook Minahan hit streak. Uh, we got February 14th through the 20th. Um, Smith's Country Tea Cheese sponsored the two-ticket giveaway to the Wilbur Theater that was won by Kevin Moran. And mm. second place was Joe Sheehan, which I love how Kirk always pulls that second ticket to say, who just missed out. A lot of parody <laughs> songs. You had the uh, Steve Zalai guy put out the Cullinane song, which is okay. all of them were outstanding. Jim Murray did the compilation. Because Steve yes. has pronounced it compilation. Uh, Murchison's Mouse did the crackling Kirky. All, all of these were so good. Um, Quantum Sauce, that was when uh, Kirk, um, Matt filled in for Dave Cullinane, who was filling in for, for Steve, who Jerry had reared his uh, red horns once again and pissed Kirk off, um, basically saying, you know, Kirk is a pain in the ass to work with, blah, blah, all the bad history they got. So uh, Kirk makes the Dave, don't even bother coming in. Um, that was when Matt also revealed that, uh, do you remember his physical ailments? And his, Oh, yes, uh, how he, he ate a bunch of beef. So he watched Red Sox, uh, what was it called? Red Sox in two, about a lot, like Red Sox replays on Nesson, and he ate a lot of a lot, meat. A lot of bed rest, a lot of red meat. He, uh, just Matt, Matt constantly gives content. Uh, this is also this whole week. There's a lot of talk about Verdugo, Verdugo, because that's when it came to light about um, how he had filmed the um, assault of yes. a runaway, an underage runaway, and then posted it. And the Red Sox just came out and said, "Yeah, we looked into this. It's all clear." And he and Verdugo took that and said, "Yeah, I've been cleared." Well, by nobody. So yeah. this is still open. Um, but there was a lot of talk about that this week. There was the uh, Cosby's money. This is when um, they played a lot of uh, uh, a lot of clips from the Red Sox. But this was also legendary because it's when they called Tom Warner, and Tom oh, first yes. said, "I can't talk right now. I'm on the phone." Yes, uh, of and, and he never called them back. He said he was exercising. Uh, also, this week, get ready for 46 minute shows. That's when John Featherston was standing outside the Boston Globe with a boombox, cranking right. <laughs> love it. I love it. Love uh, this is also, this touched, uh, this hit me a little bit. Um, that's when Sean, Sean, the uh, oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. 
Yeah, uh, not a. I don't think were they at Buffalo Wild Wings? No, the when Buffalo, Frank wanted to fight no, the guy. No, no, no. So no it was Finn Hall. No, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the Buffalo Wild Wings manager who died and they raised money. Oh no, the Baldera, Matt Baldera. Yes, I'm sorry. No, this this was um. This was Sean was at an event, I believe, it was at Faneuil Hall, and Greg Hill was there, and he just asked him a simple question. And Greg wanted yes. to fight him, and that yep. led to a call that I made into EEI, and then they tried to paint the picture that I had called and dropped the C bomb. Oh, and that's fact. Oh, you can't say that. Call. Yeah, Ken Lynn, ah, watch your mouth. And I, I thankfully had recorded on my end, and uh, uh, Kirk and the guys couldn't get over how how cheesy it was of the show to pull that that act. Um, yes. And then the last thing was um, two last things. This was when the seventeen-year-old was uh, harassing Kelly Martin. Ah, oh, pistol, bang, 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 yeah. bang, yes, bang, because goes that. bang, bang, and they they ended up. Uh, this caused it didn't cause, but what happened from this is uh, a lot of the shows were heavily vetted after that, uh, which yes. made sense. And lastly, it's when they called Rod's Thrifty Mott. Was that in Louisiana? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Jake. Jake, that's right. Jake. Never to be heard from again. Jake. And that was your week in KMS history. So bad. Well, thank you, Tim. That was uh, very exciting. Like I I just want to reiterate, um, before we wrap this up, if you would like to win a Jared Carabas baseball card here, they're in pristine condition. You know, look at that. The front and then the back, you know, it's they're one of a kind. They're not one of a kind. There's plenty of them. But uh, I'll, I'll send you. All you have to do is subscribe, rate the podcast five stars, and just uh, send me a screenshot either through email or Twitter. And I'll put you in the raffle. End up doing the raffle live on one of these shows eventually. Um, so, yeah. So, if you would like to do that. Yeah. When, you, when are you? Uh, I think you said March 10th, was yeah, it? You're going to draw it? So, when do you want to so, have people final entries? Because you're going to have to go through them all. Uh, I'll start, just start them now. And I, I mean, I can do it the day before. I, I, you got I 10 would, of them, right? Yeah, I got 10 of them right here. So there's going to be 10 winners. So good chance. Only 10 people on it. You're going to win. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> so thank you for, for listening. Thank you, Tim and Canton for coming on. As Thanks, always, buddy. it's a pleasure to have you on every single Wednesday. Thanks and, Kevin uh, for being a dope. And thank yes, you, thank, thank you, Kevin Clancy, him. for coming on the Kirk Minahan show today. <laughs> thank you to Steve. Obviously, thank you to the Kirk Seamus Minahan. And I will talk to you guys on Friday.